Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shanil, and this is podcast episode number 13. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for May. This is when I do three things. Celebrate, rant about random things that I find funny, and answer questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. And of course, if I don't receive questions, I will make them up. (laughs) Here we are at the end of another month. How is this happening? Why am I moving from one day to the next without truly noticing or feeling the passage of time? Is this happening to you too? Or are you keenly aware of the passage of seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, and months? I am genuinely shocked by how fast we got here. It seems like I was bundled up trying to keep warm just a few days ago, and now I'm looking for my swimsuit. Just like that, we're on the verge of summer. May has been good to me. How has it been for you? What are you celebrating this month? What are you feeling good about right now in your life? Celebrate it. What is the situation that worked out perfectly when you thought it wouldn't? Celebrate everyone and everything that led to the outcome. What is the gift you received that you weren't expecting? Celebrate the giver. Pause for a little while and focus on your celebrations for the month. Think of at least three. And while you do that, I'm going to enjoy a taste of peach and orange blossom vodka by Kettle One. And I'm back. This vodka is so light and refreshing over ice. No mixer needed. I hope you're smiling right now as you celebrate. I think the more you focus on the good in your life, the more good you see, the more good you expect, and the more good is revealed. Yep, that's how it works. So let me start with my number one celebration. And that's good health. Earlier this week, I had blood work done for a mid-year check-in with my cardiologist. Oh, what fun. (laughs) The results showed that I'm holding steady. Heart health indicators like cholesterol were a couple of points lower than they were last November. I admit that I wanted the numbers to be lower, but I will take holding steady as a win. My second celebration for May is being able to take a week-long vacation with my husband. Woody and I needed some time away from work, away from the house. Sometimes you need to change it up, unplug, decompress, rejuvenate, take time to dream, and plan for the next step in your life. Check, 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 check. We did all those things. My third celebration is receiving a camera for Mother's Day. I still need to learn how to use it, though. (laughs) Why do I need to spend hours reviewing instructional videos on YouTube to learn how to use it? I used to be able to pick up technology so easily. It was a snap. What happened? (laughs) When did it become so complicated? (laughs) 
two rants this month. My first rant is about this transition period we find ourselves in since the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention published its Interim Public Health Recommendations for Fully Vaccinated People. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I just cannot let it go. It's been on my mind, so I just want to share. I checked the CDC's website today, and it shows that the document was updated on May 30th. And it says, if you've been fully vaccinated, you can resume activities that you did prior to the pandemic. It also says, you can resume activities without wearing a mask or staying six feet apart, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, rules, and regulations, including local business and workplace guidance. There's also an infographic. Who doesn't love a well-designed infographic? It communicates a ton of information on one page. I think of infographics as the platinum standard for communicating complex information in a way that's easy for anyone to understand. It's definitely worth a quick peek. If you look at the middle of the infographic, it shows various indoor and outdoor activities. It includes everything from walking outside to gathering with family and friends outside to dining indoors in a restaurant or attending an indoor sporting event. The left side is for people who haven't been fully vaccinated. It's a mixture of red, yellow, and green, mostly red, which means masks are recommended. The right side is for those who have been fully vaccinated, and it's all green. Translation. If you're not fully vaccinated, wear a mask in some situations. Be cautious. If you are fully vaccinated, there's no need to wear a mask at all, anywhere. It's all clear, all safe. Get out there. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. (laughs) My response is, wait, what? Are most people fully vaccinated? The funny thing is, the answer depends on how you look at the data. Based on the CDC's COVID-19 data tracker, as of May 30th, 40.7% of the total U.S. population has been fully vaccinated. Now, if you look at those who are age 18 or older, then it's 51.5%. And this is probably why you hear news reports saying more than half of the adults in the country have been vaccinated. Translation. Most people have been vaccinated. All clear. All safe. Get out there. Go, go, go. My response is, wait, what? What's happening right here at home? The funny thing is, the answer depends on where you live. I live in Georgia and Fulton County, so I reviewed the Georgia Department of Public Health's daily status report online. I wanted to see what it looks like in my state and in my county. It's an interactive dashboard, which makes it user-friendly. If you live in Georgia, you should definitely check it out. According to their data, as of May 30th, 32% of the total population in Georgia has been fully vaccinated. 32%. Hmm. Now, if you look at where I live in Fulton County, it's 34%. Hmm. I'm a curious person. 
So I also looked at Bartow County, where my parents live. It's 22%. I kept going and looked at Tattnall County, where my grandmother lives. It's 19%. 32% in Fulton County, which is just one of 29 counties that make up the Atlanta metropolitan area. 22% in Bartow County, which is a smaller population and is about 50 miles north of Fulton County. Then travel 200 miles southeast of Fulton County and you have 19% in Tattnall County, which has an even smaller population. Tattnall County is definitely small towns and what I would call a rural area. The bottom line is the downward slide from the city of Atlanta to smaller towns and rural areas is real. Also, 32% for Fulton County is not that great to me. It's just not. I'd like to see that number go up higher, but here we are at 32%. And when you talk about 19% in Tattnall County, it's not even on my radar. It doesn't change anything for me. In fact, none of this data screams, all clear, all safe, green light, go, 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 to me. The national numbers say one thing, but the local numbers tell a different story to me. Take a look at what's going on where you live. It matters. You want to know, and that will allow you to make the best decisions for yourself. I think it matters. As I said, this is a transition period. I'm glad we're in a better place than we were a year ago. I acknowledge this, and I am grateful. I'm simply saying, ah, these numbers don't scream go, go, go to me. I'm continuing to be cautious based on what's going on where I live. Some people are at the green light go-go-go stage. Others aren't. This varies in a group of people. Any group of people you see. I see it anytime I step outside and go anywhere. There are differences even within the same household. For instance, Woody and I are at two different places right now. Depending on where we are, you will see both of us wearing masks. Then again, you may see both of us not wearing masks, you know, if we're outside and away from other people. Or you may see me wearing one and he isn't. You won't see the reverse. He is more comfortable in certain settings than I am at this point. That's just the way it is. And if you're experiencing these kinds of differences within your household or within your social group, believe me, I understand. I have to laugh a little because my risk tolerance is lower than Woody's. And it creates these funny situations. Laughter helps me get through it. Perhaps a bit of laughter can help you too. All right, enough on that one. I'm going to go on to my second rant, and it's about this Atlanta traffic, particularly leading up to this holiday period. I want to know, why are people so surprised by the heavy traffic in Atlanta? It's Atlanta. It's been on the news every day leading up to the holiday weekend. Anyone that travels in this area knows what to expect when you get near the city. So traffic jams in Atlanta 
are not news. They just are. And I have some advice for anyone passing through the area. It's simple. Before you reach the city, fill up your gas tank and find some food to snack on. You will be making your way very slowly through the area. It cannot be avoided unless you choose to travel like Woody and I travel. And that's at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) We just did it about a week ago. Four o'clock in the morning. I mean, there's no guarantee that everything will be open and wide and, you know, no delays, but you have a good chance of making it through. Try it. I think it might be worth it. Now it's time for this month's questions. I received one from a listener. This listener said, I know you talk about joy, and I spend a lot of time during the day by myself. What can I do to increase joy? Well, first, thank you for asking this question. It cuts to the heart of what this podcast is all about. Laughter and libations is about the intentional pursuit of joy. It's about working that link between laughter and joy. I believe that laughter is one way to open the door to joy. So what can you do to increase joy? My answer is to start by increasing laughter in your life. This can be done even if you spend most of your time alone. How do you do it? I think of it in two parts. The first is increasing self-awareness. What I mean is becoming more aware of what makes you laugh. It's tuning in and noticing what naturally makes you laugh and then moving on to part two. Part two is taking intentional actions each day. What this means is purposefully doing things that you know make you laugh each day. When you take intentional actions to laugh each day, you condition yourself to it. It's like programming yourself to laugh more. So think about the times when you were alone and you laughed. What was happening? What were you doing? What were you thinking about? Make a short list of the answers to these questions. Review the list. Select a couple of things on the list that you can do each day. It may even be a good idea to work those things into your daily schedule. A lot of time for the activities. There's nothing to stop you from planning your day and there's nothing to stop you from incorporating activities in your schedule that you know make you laugh. Why not? We schedule everything else. And there's so much positivity that can come from this. You laugh. Your body relaxes, stress reduces, and you experience a lighter state. You experience a more lighthearted state, which opens the way to joy. Spending time alone does not mean that laughter and joy must be absent from your life. I will say that my experiences so far show me that 
I laugh more when there's a social element. In other words, I tend to naturally laugh more when I'm socializing with others. And quite frankly, my reading about the subject, you know, all the different studies that have been done seem to suggest the same thing. But so what? (laughs) You know, those are studies. And I'm talking about something that's been my past experience and maybe it's been yours. That does not mean we cannot take intentional actions to change it. It is up to me and it's up to you. I'm intentionally taking steps to laugh on my own. You can do the same thing. Be encouraged. You're not alone in this. I'm on this journey with you to increase joy. Keep taking a step forward one day at a time. And let me know how you're doing. Thank you for listening. If you want to share your comments and questions, just reach out. You can connect with me on Twitter at Laughs and Libs or Instagram at Laughter and Libations. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening today. And please share it with someone you think will enjoy it or find it helpful. And finally, check out laughterandlibations.com for articles on related topics. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh and joy will find you. Thank you.